0: Well, I'm very excited for this episode of Single in These Pews. Uh, I'm here with Andrew and um, I love this because I didn't ask him a ton of questions before we started this interview. So I feel just like a listener um, today to hear more of your story. What would you give as like a summary of who you are, including your age? Don't skip that part. So um, and then how do we know each other?
1: Yes, um so grateful to, to to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Um Andrew uh aka Uncle Drew as my <laughs> nieces and nephews call me. Um I yes. Interesting. Um so I started going to um FLC uh earlier this year. Um and uh, decided to get plugged in um and so I started going uh to the Wednesday night uh, youth, um, young adults, sorry, services. Young
0: adults, and, right?
1: <laughs> um, we either met there or we met
0: uh, mm-hmm. serving
1: in the in the student ministry. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I feel like it was students working with the the youth group. So, which is always an adventure. Bless the children, Lord. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I so... love, love Tuesday nights. Love, uh, yeah, love serving yeah. kids. Um, a lot of fun. But uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> So I, I like to have people start with a little story. I mean, this is, you know, team celibate, but really that doesn't come from a vacuum, right? Like what's a little bit of like your early life? Did you grow up Christian? Did you, and even if you did, did you continue? Have you walked with the Lord consistently? Like what's a little bit of your Jesus story?
1: Yeah. So I, I did grow up in a Christian family. As early as I can remember, I was in church every Sunday, uh, multiple times a week. Amen. One of those Christians uh, mm. on Mondays at the Deacon meeting and Tuesdays at the choir meeting. And um, both of my parents loved the Lord. Uh, really modeled what it looks like to not only have a marriage centered around Jesus and the gospel, but to raise their kids in the gospel, to uh, mm. raise in the scriptures uh, and. Uh, force us to go to church we didn't have an option, <laughs> but, but super thankful for that
0: uh um, yeah, yeah. Said
1: that if you train up a put child in the way that they should go when they will when they get older uh they will not depart from it and um
0: yeah. lots
1: of verses about hiding the word in your heart um, a lot of the, the scripture that I know today um I feel like it mm-hmm. uh is um uh, just a, a byproduct of uh, my parents uh making us. Make habits, of, uh, yeah. you know, getting the word and, and things like that. So I would say that uh, when I first accepted Christ as a, a young lad, um, <laughs> it was because I didn't want to go to hell. I remember the pastor uh, talking about hell and how people who you know didn't have a relationship with Jesus went there, and I'm like, that that don't sound fun. I think I'm a yeah, um, go up front and, and give my life to Jesus, um, right? But when when I was in high school. Um, that's when I really made it my own, and um, mm. yeah, remember that that service like it was yesterday. I made a decision to to follow him and and live for him and and make it a um, a life thing and not just a, a get out of hell free card. So yeah,
0: right, right. That's a big transition. Um, some people don't make it until adulthood, right? It's like, but it is a transition that everybody needs to make. I feel like my shift was actually college at a Christian college, mind you. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, Yeah, that was a shift. Dude, yes. <laughs> it is. I want to hear more about that because I was thinking then what did college look like since that happened in high school? So yeah, what else do you remember about that season?
1: Definitely. I was going to say one verse that I remember from that that sermon was um, just a passage about how many on that day will say to me, you know, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast mm-hmm. on demons in your name? And he will say, "I never, I never knew you. We were never in relationship." And so yeah. uh, that verse really, really grabbed a hold of me because, like, mm-hmm. in that moment, I could give you a list of all the things that I was doing that were awesome that other people saw <laughs> and and would yeah. say that that equaled a relationship with Christ. But for me, it it was, um, it was in vain. I didn't have a relationship with them. I had you know things that that I was doing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Mm. so yeah. And then fast forward to, to, to college. Um, um, as soon Mm -hmm. as I got there, I got plugged into campus ministries, not just the one campus ministry involved (laughs) in multiple, uh, probably spent too much time uh, (laughs) in campus ministry, but, uh, really Mm. got plugged into a Bible study was discipled by, um, some awesome senior guys who really poured into me. Um, and for somebody who, um, Mm -hmm. is about to attend college, especially if it's away from home and you don't have your, your church community, um, to kind of lean on, uh, community is vital. Um, it is vital. (laughs) Let me say it one more time. Community is vital. Um, (laughs) if you don't have, have that, like I did, um, it's, it's very easy to find, uh, campus ministries on campus. So. yeah, very, very, I would say easy to find it if you're, if you're actually looking for it. Right. So
0: yeah, (laughs) that part. (laughs) Okay. So then I guess as college progressed, what did that look like for you? You got settled in, you kind of get into the groove. Um, Did you maintain that or did you decide to do other things? Yeah. For the first
1: Couple years, um, I, I would say I was I was really on fire for God, really running after him, uh didn't, you know, partake of, of worldly things like like partying and different things like that. Uh was really uh just sat on um pursuing him and, and glorifying him and and everything that 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 I did. I could share a lot about uh just the actual story of, of when things started to, to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um I'll share this. I actually ended up um dropping out of school after three years. Mm-hmm. Uh was a ROTC uh mm-hmm. cadet for three years. Um and because of you know not maintaining the requirements um ended up losing mm-hmm. my scholarship and, and that mm-hmm. was um a big part of my story. Um, but, you know, God used that summer after I, um, dropped out of school, uh, to really, um, speak to me. I actually ended up Mm -hmm. going to Africa with, with Irish global, um, and spent three months over there Mm -hmm. with a group of, uh, you know, lovers of Jesus, just really going after Mm -hmm. him. Um, a lot of people who, um, just love Jesus, uh, love missions. and, And so that really It was a was a powerful time. Um, I felt like he was Mm -hmm. uh, calling me to step out in faith in some ways. And I Mm -hmm. stepped out in faith, but, uh, you know, it didn't look like what I thought it was going to look like. And and so my faith and trust in God were tested um, and that broke me. Um, And, you know, some relationships with some close friends, there were some some things that came in and uh, uh, some hurts and et cetera, et cetera. And I think when um, when when those things happened, it really shook my faith um, and it caused me to to kind of backslide and, and, and take my eyes off of Jesus. And, and in that season, um, a lot of stuff happened. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of how that goes. I think, um, especially when the relationships that have sta- sustained us, Are no longer there, um, and someone's like intentionally separating, or maybe they take actions that it's like, whoa, this is this is really surprising. um, What this person has done, and and you don't feel comfortable, right, with the closeness that was there before, it can definitely be disorienting. Um, really, really disorienting, and it's happening. But you're tumbling because you don't realize that is actually what's happened. Um, like you were describing the disappointment, maybe with God as well, and the disappointment with people, and um, definitely you're just tumbling somewhere. You know, (laughs) we're tumbling away.
1: (laughs) Hashtag tumbling. That's that's (laughs) a good a good summary. It's it's so crazy. Like looking back on it, like, and that's why Mm -hmm. you know I said before, like, community is huge. And in that season Mm -hmm. of life, like I ran away from community. Um, I was hurt um, in a lot of ways, not just by, Mm -hmm. you know, those relationships, but by the church and et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so I ran in the opposite direction and and, uh, it was not good. Um, Not just, um, you know, iron sharpening iron and that part Mm -hmm. being gone and not having brothers to really um, through life together. Um, so not just that, but also just like the spiritual aspect of it where you don't mm. have a covering. And so um, yeah. the enemy just began to, to, to wreak havoc. Um, um, yeah. Praise the Lord. He's redeemed those relationships. Uh, some of cool. my best friends uh, today, cool. but we, we went through a season where I wanted nothing to do with them.
0: When you have those friendships, they sustain you so much. Yeah. That when you lose them, it is like a breakup. That's amazing that y'all were able to reconcile, right?
1: Praise Everybody loves
0: a happy ending. So <laughs> um, so let's talk about the topic of the hour though, right? So in this in this walk, um, did you feel because as a kid, right, I think most people up to a certain age, especially Christian kids, are like, Yeah, yeah, you know Yeah, I'm gonna get married. And you just you think you'll do everything in the right order. Um, I imagine that was your thought growing up little, but like, even as you got older, did you still maintain kind of that thinking um, or, and was your crew kind of running like that? Cause that's another thing. I think if you have a crew that is like, yeah, yeah, we're all going to do things in order, then I think it's a lot easier than if you're just out here <laughs> with no backup, you know? <laughs> so what did that look like for you in that area for you?
1: Yeah, I've been so I've been so blessed. Um I could name a, a list of at least a hundred people, um, especially brothers who have uh really walked with me, um um that are on fire, who um have, have just loved me and, and called me higher, um, who have been willing to ask tough questions. I feel like that's yeah. uh Something you don't you don't see it all the time. I feel like in, in, yeah. in the generation we live in. I hate talking about, you know, in the younger generation, older generation. I mean
0: absolutely right. that's the generation <laughs> you live in, sir, because I'm right. forty five. So what they be doing, Andrew, what they be just, doing?
1: Just not really getting in there and, and getting in the nitty gritty and asking the right questions and making Like sure. is you
0: fornicating? Because right. like somebody hey, what y'all doing?
1: <laughs> like we yeah we we love to uh, live secret lives and and mm-hmm. fellowship on on Sundays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays yeah. and act like we got it all together and <laughs> answer the the questions and yeah we, we, yeah we, we 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 fake the funk and so you really yeah. need those people in your life who aren't afraid to to ask you like no 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 like how's it really going. Um, I yeah. remember a conversation I had recently with one of my, my brothers, um, who is married and, uh, it was a, it was a hard conversation, but I, you know, almost in tears, I, I, I'm, you know, telling them like, please forgive me for not, um, reaching out to you more often and mm-hmm. really asking you like, how's life? How's your, how's your yeah. How, How's your relationship with your wife? Like, are y'all Okay. And being more yeah. intentional about not just praying for them, but like actually being a part mm-hmm. of their life. I think we sometimes take it for granted when somebody invites us to their wedding um, mm-hmm. and we get to watch and witness, you know, this union. And when well, they mm-hmm. say all those cute things,
0: that
1: uh, <laughs> brings together, let no man separate. But it's it's war. Like marriage is war. Mm-hmm. I've never been married, but I know. <laughs> from what I see with my eyes and what I hear. Don't say my ears, that. That's not what
0: the word said. Don't put that on me. <laughs> People like, why would I sign up for that? So- if, if
1: if if marriage is supposed <laughs> to be a picture of like God's uh, relationship with, with the church mm-hmm. and with us, then yeah. like, it would make sense that the enemy would want to uh, destroy every marriage, especially the godly one. Yeah. But back to, to, to my life. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I've been super fortunate to have, people in my life who who really uh, don't allow me to um to to fake the funk don't allow me to hide mm-hmm. when they uh don't get a response from me uh they you know continue to reach out to me continue to call me and 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 really ask the right questions um and I, and I try to do the same for them as well so-
0: so has that crew always kind of been the same people or has it like ebbed and flowed? Has it gained new members? What is that? What has that look like for you? And yeah, I asked w- that question, I guess, cause I'm thinking for people who don't have that, what does it look like? How does this even formulate?
1: Definitely. Yeah. It, it hasn't looked the same always. I think, um, I've learned that, you know, uh, some people are for a season,
0: and others are mm-hmm. for a
1: lifetime. Um, and so, yeah. I would say that you know, my my closest brothers, when they did, when we, when we did cross paths, like, uh, they've consistently been in my life, like since they entered my life. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I I got some brothers from from when I was in high school that I still keep in touch with. Uh, so yeah, but it's looked different. Um, I would say the second part of your question like how would you know somebody who's looking for that how do they find that um i think first you 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 ask the holy spirit uh for it you know uh start start you know praying for it uh asking the lord to to reveal people uh in your life or at your church who uh you can really uh you know build relationship with you know some people that can mentor you some people that are maybe at the same you know uh, season of life as you mm-hmm. that you can encourage and they can encourage you and then people that you can pour into um don't just walk in and walk out but like have conversations with people invite them to lunch invite them to play disc golf or whatever you do and and just be <laughs> intentional about building relationships with, with those people
0: that's cool disc golf sounds very virginia tech but we'll take it we'll take it i just feel like I'm so not I'll a see think. where they do that. Maybe. A okay. Little, but. Where were we in here in the topic? Um, okay. So, but if I were a listener, I'd be like, Andrew, sound bad, decent. Why do you think you're single, Andrew?
1: Ooh, that's a that's a loaded question. Um,
0: it's just a hypothesis.
1: I think when I was in high school, I think um, I was just very picky. Um, and I don't mean it in a bad way. Um, I was looking for, um, someone that was in love with Jesus. And then um, in college, I feel like, especially the first few years, I was just so set on missions. And yeah. I felt like after I graduated, I was going straight to the mission field. Um, so okay. uh, I, at the time, didn't have the maturity to understand that. Hey, there was space for another uh, in the dream that, mm-hmm. that that God had given me.
0: You're at an age where it's not wildly wild to be single. You know, you're, for church people, be like, oh, you're, you know, of age or whatever. I asked this question because I talked on another episode about the statistics of singleness, right, in church. So from the other side, right, from the female side of the pews, right, someone would be like, wait, but like, I mean, it's just women all over the place. So for someone who's, you know, career settled and spiritually settled, I guess I'd be like, I guess he not looking. So
1: <laughs> yo, I am. I'm looking. I'm actively looking. Um I, like I feel like God has given me this revelation recently um, about the verse that says like he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Um and just mm-hmm. like Awakening my spirit to the part that says like finds, like and, okay. and yeah. really <laughs> understanding that like there's there's a process like to to finding like it's not like a
0: little bit of labor yeah
1: he who you know fast and prays every day and waits <laughs> patiently for me to you know you know have them walk up and knock on their door you know right it's it's like no there's like a a, a actual finding and so I feel like I'm I'm searching like. You know, mm-hmm. and uh praying and asking the Lord to um lead me and, and, and guide me and so mm-hmm. like it's, it's I'm I'm searching, I'm praying, um I'm actively looking, um, I'm watching, always watching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready, so
1: Hey, right, preach. Um, um I think yeah. another real thing is that I'm I'm old fashioned. Yeah, I want to get married once and it and it lasts a lifetime. Just because yeah. I've I've seen that lived out in my parents, and they just have a, a beautiful marriage. I'm like, Yo, I'm not looking for this little right. fling. Like I'm trying to right. go to war. It's not
0: an Instagram marriage, right? Yeah. Is it, he
1: the enemy yeah. of God? Is is out there, and he's trying to wreak havoc? And like,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to have somebody, yeah, you got to have somebody that's standing with like both feet, like firmly planted on the word of God. Um, not like, oh, I'm in my feelings. Somebody did this or they made me feel like this. So now I'm tumbling, Come on. <laughs> which we've all been there. So it's like, you only are not there because you were there and you learned how to not tumble. Come on. Like someone who has learned, you know, okay, no, I've disciplined my emotions. I've disciplined my spirit. You know all of those things, and because we all have Achilles heels of different kinds, right? And now you're two people with two separate Achilles heels trying to stay at the same pace, and this person over here tumbling you, pulling <laughs> them. It can be a lot over time. So yeah, at least looking for somebody who, you know, has their feet firmly planted, because life is gonna life. Um, well, that's interesting. So. I would wonder then, when you were younger, did you expect to be single at the age of 31? What did you imagine when you were younger would be your path?
1: Yeah, I guess I never put an age on it. I never was mm-hmm. like, you know, by 25 or by 30, mm-hmm. like I want to be married with, with multiple kids um, or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. um, at first, I was like, you know, ready to to take Paul up on his offer, like I was gonna be single, <laughs> bachelor to the rapture, like, and it wasn't okay. a like, <laughs> it, it it wasn't a like, you know, disgust with marriage or anything negative mm-hmm. about marriage. It was just like I felt like the calling on my life was uh, to 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 be single and and mm-hmm. um, I yeah I, I wanted to just run after Jesus with with no reservation or hesitation mm-hmm. or anything like that. And, um, I think since then, like, you know, things have, have definitely changed. Um, I, I do feel like the the calling on my life is, is, is one where, you know, I, I need a helper. Uh, and I, okay. and I realize the the more, okay. uh, you know, the, the older I get that, yo, I, I really need some help Lord. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I could use a helper. Uh, but, um, yeah, so, so definitely, um, would love to, to be married, um, one mm. day. Um, so yeah.
0: That's interesting that there was a shift. Um,
1: and I, especially at that time, I felt called to some, some really dark places. Um, and mm. so, uh, me trying to, you know, uh, create my path for me and, and, mm. you know what I mean? Trying to, trying to be God. And, and yeah, calculate
0: out, like, yeah, calculate it out. Yeah, calculate out. How I'm going like, to do it, if this, then this.
1: Right. Like, I would hate to have, to to take my children and my wife into yeah. that or to leave them to go and then not know if I was coming back. Yeah. And so maybe maybe that's the answer to the, the question. Maybe I was overthinking it in seasons past and trying to, mm. um, you know, calculate my own life and, and, and getting in my yeah. own way. But, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I could see that, right? There's other versions of that. I think myself um, and a lot of young women that I talk to, it's not necessarily for such godly reasons. Okay. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, because he need to have this and this and because I'm not trying to be struggling and then this and this. And he got to look like this and th- all of this, again, like the memes where people got the like, calculus cloud, <laughs> doing all these calculations. Um, and only the Lord knows what needs to happen and only he knows the calculus of your life so um yeah it's a good reminder to all of us to really consider like let me really consider and like lay down this blank piece of paper and i'm gonna write down what he tells me right um and that's tough i saw a childhood friend literally elementary school friend ran into him on sunday And that feeling of like joy and all of those like happy memories of when we were little kids running around the neighborhood. And I just thought there is a gift that God wants to give all of us of like one man and one woman marrying young Mm -hmm. to have that like puppy love. And then, like, live together our whole lives. But like, the gift that it is to have like those lovely, like, pure memories with someone, and then also be able to look back and be like, "Oh my gosh, remember twenty years ago, thirty years ago, forty years ago," and like, a whole generation is is pretty much being robbed of that um, <laughs> right now. Believe it or not, believers are falling for the okie doke as well, um, and so we're just doing all this calculus in our heads, I guess. <laughs> I'm
1: just trying to walk in purpose and, and right looking for somebody that is walking in purpose as well. And yeah. I remember uh <laughs> make me laugh thinking about Sunday school or mm-hmm. maybe it was college and those uh conversations about, you know, run after Jesus and you'll look over and you'll see somebody running at the same pace as you and when you find that, yeah. You know, y'all start running next to each other, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Let's just all stay with the Holy Spirit. Um, Let's not put any formulas on this. Just because someone's in proximity, let's not attach to them because they're in proximity. Let's all focus on the Holy Ghost.
1: Hey, I got nothing to add to that. Respect.
0: It's possible, right? But then I I think that puts a lot of pressure on every missions trip,
1: Mm. every
0: worship team, right? Because people are looking who's around, who's here. And there was an app for a short time when apps first came out called Who's Here? Anyway. (laughs) And people would literally would geotag and just be like, who's around? What's up, girl? You're here or whatever. Literally, it was like a thing. So I just think, you know, the Lord's a little bit more intentional than that. A little bit. Um, <laughs> so, but um, other other people may disagree. They may feel differently about it. So. Hey, I'm
1: not saying that choir practice and mission <laughs> trips is 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 not a good place to, you know, or look, if you're in the 757 when you're single, especially men. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a the group that that loves Jesus and loves running after Him that meets on Wednesdays, and
0: um, right, you
1: can you know ping us in the chat, and I'd be happy to get yeah. you. you can, it's a great place to meet people that love Jesus. And a lot yeah, of wonderful, beautiful souls there. I don't yeah, know, see,
0: there's that else. part. There's that part. So. <laughs> Okay, well, you know we'll be clearing doing some background checks, but yes, praise the Lord saints, <laughs> um gosh, no segue whatsoever. um, I'm about to have no segue whatsoever into the question of drum roll, sexual temptation, drum roll, um because this is the reason that people verbalize that they're either rushing to get married or um are just like. I just have to be out here because, you know, people use the word needs a lot. But then I'm like, Jesus wasn't married. He had everything. God supplies all our needs. It's a saying. As someone who's on Team Celibate, we all still have bodies. Um, Like I'd be saying, everybody's body is in Genesis. I think it's chapter two, right? Be fruitful and multiply. Um, So the body is not always safe, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. Like our spirits might be. Uh what are maybe even just on a practical level, like how do you as someone who is chasing after God, who is in a male human body, like how how do you how do you flow? How do you deal with sexual temptation?
1: For sure. Um, and let me just say that, you know, I'm celibate and uh I'm I'm not a virgin. Um, so mm-hmm. I've uh tasted insane, um, and, and that- seen. <laughs> um I think that adds a whole nother dynamic to, um, mm-hmm. you know, temptation. Because um, uh, I, I I was talking to somebody the other day and just had this random thought about Adam and Eve and after they ate the apple and just thinking like something I've never heard anybody address is the fact that like after they taste it they probably never forgot what that apple tasted like, um, and that's the yeah. reality of like sin and And not mm-hmm. only does it separate you from god, but you'll you'll oftentimes remember what it what it tasted like and and mm-hmm. um that is just something you have to circumvent so um you know temptation is is real um especially mm-hmm. with um uh, the direction that the culture is going in like um there's a lot of people some who call themselves believers, and I'm not here to to be the judge of of whether they are or not because um we we all fall short and we we all sin uh people are looking for love um and acceptance and uh, a lot of things that um we should be looking to to him for and we look for it in, in other places and um there's a lot of uh commercials and, and, and shows on, on television that <sighs> we uh, don't even realize you know our hmm. uh, distraction and the enemy planting seeds in, in our mind
0: inception basically right because you watch something and then later in the day you'll be like why am I thinking
1: about exactly that?
0: <laughs>
1: music is oh, yeah. like I'm oh. not one to be like it's a sin to listen to this kind of music but I will say that um, be intentional you know, yeah like after listening to r&b or rap it's like it's a lot harder to uh to, and you to know
0: fight. what else young people sade she'll have you calling your ex
1: i, I never was a, a Shadé person but good music oh so
0: listen, listen to it, but not at one time
1: uh, i was listening to a francis chad sermon the other day and he was talking about how it's, it's not a sin to swim with a bowling ball, but it's just plain stupid.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm like,
0: that part yeah, yeah. It's
1: so beautiful. Like there's some things that you know if, if God has is, is called you to not listen to any music other than, than worship music and music that glorifies him, like then 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 don't. And and uh I mean honestly I would encourage everyone is just abstain if, if if you can and I yeah. mean, every every breath every word that that comes out of our mouth should be glorifying the god anyway so that's a whole mm-hmm. nother conversation but um, yeah it the point i'm trying to make is that it, it can d- be distracted it can plant seeds in your heart that right turn into uh ungodliness um and so mm-hmm. yeah just fighting temptation like one of my favorite passages of scripture, Ephesians chapter six, talks about how the fight is not against flesh and blood. Like we're, I'm not fighting right. against you. You're not fighting against me. Although it may right. seem like it in the physical realm sometimes, like there's a battle going on in the in the heavenlies mm-hmm. and and it's it's real. There's There really are demonic powers and principalities yep. and rulers of darkness. And they want nothing more than to, you know, do the exact same thing that, that happened to Adam and Eve in the garden where it's like to, right. to, to get you to uh, believe tumble. a lie and tumble, right. Uh, <laughs> and, and to find a way to disrupt the unity between you uh, and, mm-hmm. and the lovely, awesome, perfect God yeah. that created you and wants to be in relationship with you. And, and um, so, yeah, temptation is a real thing, um, whether mm-hmm. it's just the temptation to, to look at stuff that I know mm-hmm. I should not um, stuff right. that does not glorify God, stuff that, uh, clearly glorifies the enemy of our God, um, mm-hmm. temptations to do a whole lot of ungodliness, stuff that you see called out in the Bible as ungodliness.
0: Right. <laughs> um,
1: how I fight that, I think one of those ways, you know, is, is, is prayer, um, mm-hmm. you know, being intentional about, um, just getting up and, and praying daily, praying over myself, uh, praying yeah. over others, uh, Ran against uh, the darkness around me, um, asking the Lord to, mm. to break habits and, and um, uh, yeah, not allowing any mm. uh, plan of the enemy to, to succeed. Um, also back to Man. community, getting plugged in community, having people that not only ask me tough questions, but that I'm comfortable exposing, you know, the, the ugliest parts of me, the ugliest parts of mm. my heart and, and, and really, you know, having people who can walk uh, through, um, you know, those deep, dark places with me uh, so that we can walk towards freedom and purity together. Um, Read a lot of books that, uh, you know, talk about purity. um, Listen to a lot of uh, teachings, um, different things like that. And just really being intentional about, uh, you know, controlling what, I can control and so not, yeah. uh, watching things that are not going to help me in the fight. Um, trying <laughs> right. my best not right. to listen to things either that, uh, right. are going to point me in the direction of the cross. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I, um, there's a channel on YouTube called De La Faye, which you might be familiar with and they have a lot of testimonies. And there was a guy who was talking about when he used to do music and he said he opened for the guy and then he's in the you know back of the venue. Watching, and this guy gets up on the stage and he starts rapping. And then the guy giving the testimony he says he sees like the shadow come out of the guy's mouth as he's talking, and it's going to every person. Like the shadow breaks off in all these pieces and it's going to like every person in the audience. And he was just like, What the heck? You know, and, and he goes on to explain the spiritual aspects of. But everything that we, right, just like we sing worship to God, and it's to connect with God. Um, there's a lot of other things going on. All music, all art comes from the the person who made it from what's inside of them and from their spirit. And it can connect us to all sorts of things, you know, that we might not be aware of. Definitely.
1: Um, definitely. So. I, I, I'll just say it: there's no godly benefit to music or anything you let in your ears or... or see with your eyes or feel with mm-hmm. the senses God has given us that doesn't mm-hmm. glorify him. I mean you can all you want try to justify it. And mm-hmm. It's the Holy Spirit that brings conviction. So I'm not here to yeah, convict yeah. anybody of, of of listening to <laughs> music that doesn't glorify God. But I'm gonna say that like there's no there's no godly benefit. It's not gonna bring you right. closer to God. Um and like you said, there's a spiritual element to it as well. And so, if it isn't drawing you closer to him, it's drawing you away from him and and bringing separation and division. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of that verse, the Apostle Paul, where he's like, I guess it's in Corinthians or whatever, like everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Yeah. Like, not everything, you know, I'm not going to have stuff that's like going to be kind of controlling me. So I'm going to avoid things that are going to cause me to tumble. See, I think tumble is more fun than stumble, right? But it's like stuff that's going to drag you away yeah, um, from where you're trying to go. Right. Um, but that also requires intentionality. That's I, For myself, I try to be intentional, right? About what I listen to, what I watch, what I read, even to news. I mean, it's down to everything, right? Certain news stories and the angles are there just to get you riled up. You know, so it's like, hey, let me be intentional about this. So I'm not sitting here feeling all type of way over things I have no control over, you know. So, um yeah, it's in every aspect of life, just choosing to be more intentional.
1: Yeah. You know? I re- <laughs> Never mind. I going to share a story.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I like jokes. Go.
1: I just remember watching. A, uh, I think it was a clip of somebody. I think they were. I don't know if they were preaching or what, but they were sharing that they said that uh, we should definitely keep this in, but they were saying (laughs) (laughs) they they watched pornography to learn the schemes of the enemy. And I'm like, okay.
0: Like, did we check on this man? I mean,
1: look, I'm not going to sit there and say that. God didn't tell that man to watch pornography. To I, look, he he told a guy in the Bible to marry a prostitute, which still it's is not the same for me. It's he didn't say
0: build me. your house in <laughs> hookers alley. He said go get her and bring her out. Right. How about how, don't be speaking tongues? He said go get her
1: out. All, the, he did not all say all build the your I'm house. Trying to make is that like his <laughs> ways are higher my ways, so I'm not going sit here and say the Lord didn't tell that man to watch pornography, but it didn't sit right in my spirit is what, I, what I'm what i saying. I was like, interesting. And that's when I ended that video.
0: Wait, so this was, it wasn't even like someone made it into a meme. Like this person has a whole ministry and he was just like... This was
1: years ago. This was,
0: this was when I was in okay. college.
1: This was before uh, those you know, 20 okay. clips on YouTube was even... Because
0: I'm like, how have I not seen this clip? Because
1: it should be circulating. It might not even be up there anymore, but it, it like.
0: If they have sense, they took it down.
1: It it like was one of those jaw dropping. I'm like,
0: what? That sounds. Out of order, capital letters.
1: Right. So. Yeah. Let Let none of
0: us be deceived in that way. I mean, one of the prayers I pray, right? Because it's so wild out here. And because Jesus specifically said in the last days, if it were possible, even the elect would be fooled, right? It's going to be so much stuff going on, like even supernatural miracles. And so lately I've been like, yeah, it might make sense, but that doesn't make it righteous. Like it might be logical where you're like, oh, I see how they connected the dots and got there, but that doesn't mean that it's righteous. It's holy. It's even good to do. To um, yep. so my prayer is like, don't let me get caught up because like we were talking about earlier with that mental calculus, we'd be like, oh, well, a plus B equals C squared equals. Da, 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 da. And it's like, that could be completely logical and completely out of order. And so I'm like, Lord, just don't let me get swept away you know because people better than me smarter than me or been you know out here whatever running with the lord longer and they tumbling you know
1: um yeah all that to say like yo the enemy is really out here in these streets trying to get a hold of yeah. god's people and distract them from him mm-hmm. and he will do that in some very crafty creative ways and so like we got to be yeah. in- on on our guard, like we gotta read Ephesians 6 and, and committed to memory and had the word in our heart so that we do not sin against God. There's literally that verse I talked about earlier. Sorry, you got me on fire. Like, about uh, you know, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, right. did we not? You realize all those things that comes after that, Lord, Lord, did we not? Is like stuff that we would look at somebody and be like, Yo,
0: they're so holy, they cast out demons in his name, yeah, they cast they, out demons. they healed the sick yeah. in his name,
1: like. Yeah, they they're I'm I'm finna go to that church.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: trying to get some he you know what I mean? Like those are things that like in the physical, like we Mm -hmm. as Christians who are still being perfected would like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: we would credit them with like, yeah, they probably know God because they're doing this, this and this. Like so like these aren't just like people who are like saying these are people who are like you could easily be distracted and they're and in yeah. the secret place like they have no they have no oil they have no relationship with yeah. God like they don't <laughs> they don't really know him you know what I'm saying like so yeah. that's a that's a real thing that's a real thing yeah. gotta be on guard
0: yeah. but in any relationship when you care about maintaining that relationship there are things that you're just like I'm not gonna do that even I might even prefer it but I'm like you know what I value my relationship more I'm gonna let that go right You me places think places you are, don't go
1: Romans twelve one through 2, and like, okay. in view of God's mercy, like it talks about offering yes. your life as a living sacrifice. And I think, yeah, um, that's a real thing. Like, yeah, if you talk about sacrifice both in relationships or your relationship mm-hmm. with God. I love the Amplified version. It says that the only logical, reasonable, like, <laughs> response
0: nice. to, to understanding. It. Mm-hmm. the
1: gospel and, and what he's done the only logical yes. reasonable response is to offer your life as a sacrifice and so like yes. uh when you really fall in love with him, like you know every day you 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 mm-hmm. get up and you, you go to the, the altar and you make a sacrifice um yeah uh and that's something that not that's only good. you know should we do that on a daily basis in our relationship with god but like that's a Something that we need to do in relationships with, with people, uh, whether that's mm-hmm. your friends or somebody you're dating, like like right. sacrificing things that are not beneficial to that relationship for the sake of drawing closer with that with that person. Yeah. Sacrifice, hashtag sacrifice. That's a
0: well let's bring this back to your personal story because you said you had this window right where you kind of fell away from the lord how did you come back to that how did you reconcile with him because there could be people watching right and they're like yeah i'm not in a good place in my relationship with the lord so how did you get out of that yeah
1: it's it's the grace of god um you know he truly um uh, there's a verse that says, even if I make my bed in Sheol, he's still there.
0: Mm-hmm. Make my bed in hell. That means hell. Right.
1: Right. You Sheol. can go to the deepest, darkest place, spiritually, mentally, physically, and like, he's still there. Whether you choose to turn to him or not, like he's still there. And, um, you know, there's a, there's another passage that, you know, people like to take out of context, but it says that nothing could, Ever separate us from the love of God and um i'm a I'm a walking living testimony of that, and I think that um, it was it was the holy spirit that that really just did a behind the back three pointer and really like um, pursued me even when I was going in the opposite direction and um, you know placed people in my life that didn't give up on me. We would meet up and have conversations where I would literally tell them like, yo, this is this is who I am and this is what I'm doing and like I'm not interested in et cetera, et cetera. And like just having people who were willing to be a, a, a punching bag for me when I was going through uh some dark places. Shout out to to my family who is um the real MVP for putting up with me for thirty one years. Uh, but <laughs> their love for me never wavered, even when I was Running in the opposite direction, and my uh, love for God was not evident in the way that I was interacting with them and treating them, and you know, calling them out of their name and saying stuff that, uh, you know, I should have never said. Uh, but when I was walking through through you know pain and and and, and uh, just operating out of that place, like I, I just really had um, a lot of people in my life that really wrapped their arms around me uh let me borrow their ears uh pray for me um and continue to to show me jesus through uh their love for me their love for others and 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 um uh, I just couldn't shake the 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 love of christ even when I was running away like his love for me never mm-hmm. uh never faltered like he um yeah and and that uh was a huge part of me, uh, turning back around. Um, and just also other brothers that like didn't judge me. Like they mm-hmm. called me higher, but they loved me. Um, and just really, uh, pointed me back to Jesus. Um,
0: okay. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about being single. You're very much single right now as we've covered. So what do you think is the best thing about being single? And let's say right now, cause maybe what you thought about it a decade ago might be different.
1: I think my favorite thing about being single is the freedom to travel, uh, mm-hmm. as often as my bank mm-hmm. account can afford. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really afforded me the opportunity to really, yeah. uh, be intentional about, uh, visiting, uh, close friends and family. Um, I get to see my, nieces and nephews all the time which really blesses my heart Um, that is another thing that really carried me through uh some of the toughest seasons of my life just being able to go and just watch my nieces and nephews just run around and, and, Mm -hmm. and love on me and get an opportunity to love on them like that really uh was was huge and so i think that that is my i wouldn't say favorite part but that's a blessing of of, of being single, so I, I think that is probably the number one thing that I enjoy. Um, that may be a little more challenging if I was in a relationship mm-hmm. or if I was married and and with with children. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely get someone that works remotely. You can still make those trips. <laughs> <laughs> so then, what do you think is the worst thing about being single right now? What's the thumbs
1: down? One of the challenges, difficulties of uh, singleness, I would say is stewardship of dreams, stewardship of words that, that God has given you. Um, some of the dreams that, that God has given me, I feel like um, aren't single dreams, if that made any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, okay, you know, they're dreams that I will step into uh, at a point in my life when i have a, a helper and a partner and so um mm-hmm. just continue to to trust his timing uh, and not rush mm-hmm. uh and settle for less than what god has for me if that makes sense um mm-hmm. that
0: oh that's such like a big like comprehensive thing it's not a small thing it's not. So, okay. So, I guess in that waiting, how do you hold on to joy? Because that's so open ended. Like, how are you holding on to joy in that?
1: One of my favorite passages, Psalms 100, is to, to, to it talks about entering his gates with thanksgiving, entering his mm-hmm. courts with, with praise and being thankful unto him and blessing his name. And so, um, allowing thanksgiving to, Shift my perspective and my thinking about mm. all aspect, all aspects of life. Um, <laughs> um, I think another thing is just being uh, intentional about asking God to help me continue to walk in purpose, uh, and and I think that helps me stay away from mm. distraction and um, a lot of things that. Bible talks about. So can so easily entangle. I love that passage about right. <laughs> um, laying aside, you know, all the weights and, and all those things that can so easily entangle. And so I found that when I'm walking in purpose, God-given purpose, um, it's not that I can't be distracted, but it's a lot harder for me to to, to be distracted when I'm kind of honing in on uh, yeah. what what God has for me. So um, I think those things also accountability. Uh, back to community, hashtag community.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and just having people in my life who uh, I can just lean on, even when times is hard. And uh, <laughs> yeah, all, right. All those, all those things. Um. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So. Um, the closing questions, which I think I have been asking everybody was what's one thing in your life that you would like to see more of?
1: I would love to see, um, more unity in the body of Christ, um, more mm-hmm. Acts chapter two, verse forty three through 47, which is another one of my favorite passages, um, mm-hmm. where they're devoting themselves to the apostles teaching and, to the breaking of bread and fellowshipping with one another and um, just really watching the Holy spirit just kind of breathe on that. And I love, um, you know, Psalms 133 where it talks about how uh, beautiful it is when, when brothers dwell in unity Um, talks about the oil, you know, on Aaron's beard. Mm -hmm. And and I love that last verse that says uh, for there, the Lord commands a blessing. And I feel like there's just a, a power um, there's something that like really just blesses God's, God's heart when we, um, decide to walk in unity as brothers. Um, um, we as believers don't realize that like the enemy wants nothing more than to disturb the peace and the unity of the body of Christ. And so mm-hmm. I really believe that like the unity of the body is, is going to be, uh, a big part of. Um, just an awakening in our in our mm-hmm. world, in our nation. And so uh that's one thing that I, I really I really pray for and I really desire to see the body mm-hmm. of Christ uh united as as one and just to watch the, the power of God, the blessing of God on that. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so it's a new year basically, and with that in mind in this season of your life, like who would you like Jesus to be to you?
1: In this season, I want Jesus to be a healer um, i I just feel like I've been seeking him not just for my own physical healing but like uh just I really want to walk in boldness and really believe that like mm-hmm. you know people talk about him raising the dead and and how
0: yeah
1: we're called to to walk in you know you know greater things and and so we we quote that like we believe it but like the way we walk through life uh we don't really believe it (laughs) but i want the boldness to lay hands on the sick and 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 faith to believe that like the the same way jesus operated in healing like that Mm -hmm. is is inside of us and we can can walk in that as well and not just when we go on mission trips um, uh, but we're on a work yeah. trip and there's somebody right. who says that they're sick and, and uh every day. Like yeah. um so yeah, I, I would say that I want a greater revelation of Jesus as a healer. So
0: that's good. I, that's one of those you already know asking you shall receive. Um <laughs> so I think that's lovely. Um, and praying that boldness because we always close with prayer. And I was thinking that's even a lovely thing to pray for anybody who's listening, that they'll have that same boldness and that um, the revelation of healing, because it's really just a certain way of partnering um, when you invite Holy Spirit. And definitely
1: Amen. that reminds yeah. me of uh, the other night uh, when we were at the, the youth ministry and mm-hmm. uh, we were in the circle and uh, right. we had these <laughs> on some of the, the students and praying yep. for them and uh yep. Just the, the testimonies of, of, you know, them, you know, being healed. Uh, he was like walking away, like shocked. Yeah, shocked. And I'm like, what happened? But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Well,
0: Jesus still heals. He you know,
1: <laughs> he, he does. does. He really is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. So okay. So I want to pray that for our audience the boldness and then for you definitely to have like crazy testimonies like this time 12 months from now of healing um and obviously god has really blessed you to either be born into a group of people who've encouraged you in the faith but you've been able to find more people so that would that gifting just to release that on people who are listening because there are people i'm sure just like well i literally don't have anybody mm-hmm. and i don't know that I can find them. And I think the thing is, that is something that God wants to gift all of us with. So I would just ask anyone who's listening to just go ahead and open your heart to receive that from the Lord. Um, So I'll start and you close. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you, Heavenly Father. Just thank you so much for this time. Thank you for this gift of this conversation and just all the reminders that are in this conversation about your ability to keep us and to restore us and even to challenge us to walk with you more closely, Lord God. And so I pray um, even over everyone listening that they will have the faith and that their hope will arise in them, that they will be able to walk with you in new ways and in new closeness and in boldness. And I pray even as Andrew's called out this desire to see healing break out, um, physical healing, emotional healing, all of those things. I thank you for making him a vessel of that in the earth and releasing understanding in him over how to pray and how to, um, again, release healing over people's physical bodies, and also to guide them through emotional restoration and healing as well. We thank you for these things, asking boldly in the precious name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Yeah, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, God, we just love you and thank you for this time of fellowship. Thank you for every individual watching uh, god I just pray a blessing over each and every one uh god I, I do just um, thank you for uh not designing us to to walk this life alone um, that you designed us to um, to walk in community um, and so god I do just ask um, that you would um, change every Change the hearts of those that are listening, uh, that they would stop making excuses for running away from community. Those that have been hurt in community. God, I pray that you would uh, bring healing and restoration. Uh, God, I pray that uh, they would find their healing uh, in community. God, that you would show them uh, people around them who who truly love them, who truly love you, um, that they can connect with. God, I pray that they would find. Uh, bodies of believers who are uh, running after you, uh, who love you, uh, who aren't afraid to to, to uh, walk in, in deep relationship uh, with one another and call each other higher. God, I pray that you would bring iron, iron that would, would, would sharpen uh, iron, God, that that would uh, draw them closer to you, God. So for, for each person listening, God, I, I pray um, that you would give them a revelation of, of, of community and what it means to walk, uh, in closeness with, uh, brothers and, and, and sisters in Christ. Um, and that you would lead them, uh, to, um, just, just people who will love them and, and, and challenge them. God, I, I thank you for this time. Pray that you would be glorified. Uh, and, uh, we pray this all in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for spending your evening half of it with me and
1: the podcast uh, this is a blessing for me and i'm praying that it'll bless uh, so many other people so yeah thank you
0: yeah thanks thank you for listening to this episode of single in these pews a production of the digworthy marshall we gather people from different walks of life for discussions not debates listen weekly on youtube spotify or apple podcast Or you can join the conversation on your favorite social media platform at The Digworthy.